Gaming is an adventure. You can delve into the deepest sea or soar above the highest mountain. You can become the hero, slay dragons, or rule entire civilizations. You can do this all alone or with the fellowship of the best companions. So what do you say? Are you ready to go on an adventure? This is the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. I'm your host, Manny G. Joining me tonight is the one and only, the sleepy one, TX Andy Man. Hello, hey, Manny. Andy. Hey, hey, buddy. How are you? Oh, good. Good, dude. You have that, uh, you have that late night voice going, mm. like the... The ooh, Barely I'm about awake. to pass out in my chair. <laughs> no man, I I just uh, I just got off a double, and so I'm I am a little bit behind on sleep. Ooh, It'll yeah. be nice to hit the sack, get a good you know, couple hours under my belt. But yeah, yeah. The good so news in, is I am off yeah. tomorrow, and I'll be ooh able nice sleeping. Kids are still off, uh, not in school, so that's great. That is great. So in your world, a double is two 24-hour periods. Yes, sir. It's not a... two eight-hour shifts. No, no, no. Like normal a... people. <laughs> no, that's a that's a 48-hour shift, my friend. Word. Mm-hmm. So. Well, Andy, you are you are quite the man. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I'm just a guy. <laughs> I'm just a dude. Yeah, just normal guy that yeah. wears a cape. <laughs> How about you, Manny? How are things? Oh, things are pretty good. Still trying to figure out what I'm doing about the house. And yes. um, yeah, it, it's interesting. I won't I won't bog down the show with all those details. But needless to say, my son is in a good school and he's going to be just fine. And awesome. we don't even have to move if we don't want to right now. Oh, that's so cool. So things, things have been working out yeah, in our man. favor. See, man. That's what so. happens when you have a sunny disposition, Manny. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I've been trying a, to tell you all these years. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and and there is probably like i don't know i'd give it like an eight percent chance that there may be a new internet service provider in my area so Very i cool. might be able to get something better than what i have now bro so uh we'll see all right stay tuned fingers crossed <laughs> dude are you ready for the rapid news andy Yes, quick hits. Let's some do it. Quick hits. Yeah, we we've got some quick news stories here, and then we have a conversation later that maybe maybe some good news coming to the whole loot box scene. But yes. we'll talk about that soon. First, No Man's Sky. They're releasing their Beyond expansion, and it is coming on August fourteenth. Mm-hmm. And they are going full on multiplayer, up to thirty two people's in a map. They're adding VR supports. More crafting, more base building, all that stuff that people love about No Man's Sky. There's going to be alien mounting and alien milking and some other I'm, stuff. I'm, I'm not sure that I want any uh, further explanation. <laughs> <laughs> well, just think Luke Skywalker uh, milking an alien. Probably something similar. Okay. okay. But, but that's coming. And uh, who knows? Will we see a... A revive of the No Man's Sky channel in our Discord, Andy? Maybe, man. I know that we had some pretty avid users. Maybe the great return of our uh, spacefaring <laughs> explorer, Vinny, Vinny Smalls. Yes. 
<laughs> Vinny, we will revive that channel for you if you start putting up new screenshots. It was his channel. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> it was great because he would yeah. post in there and everybody like just kept up with Vinny's adventure in space. <laughs> yeah, they were great. They were chronicled. He yes. had all these uh, yeah. great postcards from all the locales. It, it really was, man. So um, is this now a lot of their updates, like weren't most of their updates have been free, correct? Yes, they have all been free, which is really nice about Hello Games. They also don't have any kind of microtransactions still. So that's really nice as well. Uh, but they are looking to expand. Sean Murray, uh, Sean Murray rather, uh, did an interview where he said that he is thinking about bringing No Man's Sky to the Nintendo Switch. Dude, that that alone, when you say we're thinking about bringing our our you know AAA or I know this isn't is a AAA title per sure. se, but you know our our console game mm-hmm. to the Switch immediately it piques my interest. So I'm like, ooh. Maybe that's a game I'll play because that, I, I really love my Switch, man. Yes, it'd be a great game for the Switch, I think, because I, mm-hmm. I did play it. It was really fun. and But it's the kind of thing where you could like do some stuff for a little while and you could stop and pick up where you left off later. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool for the Switch. I think that would be really good. Nice. Well, can't wait. Next up, Andy, get your Destiny accounts ready because on August 20th, cross save and link in your accounts is going to be available which is pretty cool very cool man yeah there's a lot of people that are playing on xbox or playing on playstation or pc and they just want to jump platforms Mm -hmm. and take all their stuff with them so finally august 20th is the day that you can um, link up your account and get that already uh shadow keep it is still set for october 1st and fun fact, Andy, it's going to require 165 gigabytes of storage space. Wow. Like free storage space? Well, I believe that's going to include the entire Destiny yeah. 2. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So incrementally, it's growing. It is growing. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So I, I believe that is the case. Mm-hmm. If you start from zero, from having no Destiny on your box to all of Destiny 2, 165 gigabytes. 165, yeah. Man, dude, and that's... How how much more is that than some of the other games that are out there? Like Red Dead and... Those. Yeah, those were around 100, those massive titles. Yeah. But hey, it's just growing. It's expanding. They keep adding to it. So it's going to get good. bigger. Good for so them. People I know might have to uh, look into getting an external hard drive. Best purchase... Uh, outside of my ex, best purchase I've made. My external hard drive. Yeah. So... Always comes in handy. Worth it. Well, next Uh, up, Andy, Anthem's Cataclysm update is now live. Now, have you gone in there and given it a whirl? Uh, No. (laughs) I haven't. Me neither. But we've got a statement from Game Informer. They said Mm -hmm. the Cataclysm event pits players against time itself as they Mm -hmm. race against the clock for high scores. Takes place in a new location with eight different areas. Perform well as a team and maximize your 15 minutes and you can unlock crystals to purchase new gear for your javelin. So it is not exactly as advertised. Remember way, way back in the day when we were doing the Anthem show? Remember that, Andy? Mm -hmm. Way back in the day when Anthem was just a twinkle in our eye. And we were so excited. Uh, Yes, the cataclysms were supposed to be their version of raid Raids. content or in no. game elder game elder game is what they call yes. it yes elder game 
Uh, yeah. Who knows? Man? Look, I, I mm-hmm. really, in terms of getting in there and getting my own hands on it, I can't speak to this because I have not. I've not yeah. jumped into it. I haven't played Anthem in, you know, quite some time. But but yes. I will say that what I've seen on the YouTubes uh, sounds like generally positive. Um, Good. Like, like uh, maybe not like, like they fixed the game. I don't think anybody had. Mm-hmm. I've not heard that. Uh, yeah. But I have heard like certainly heading in the right direction. Apparently loot is finally improving um and even players that were playing it early on like m tashed right uh he threw up a video up there um and you know he sounded kind of like like me right now you know like yeah it's mm-hmm. he sounded you know? like an advertisement for nvidia yes that is true absolutely <laughs> true it, it, the, that video was focused purely <laughs> on the graphics card uh-huh. but he did give a, a small spiel about it uh, yes, about the yes. actual update. And he did sound kind of like, I mean, not 100% on board, but like, eh, it's getting better. Finally, yes, right? Where, where in the past, yeah, mm. where in the past, it seems like every time they tried to do something, it was just not where it's what, you know, it's what pushed me out, right? They, they yeah. apparently, quote unquote, fixed and and then that fix broke my game and so i i just haven't played it since then you know so well that's the promise of a live game right mm-hmm. it's supposed to get better over time right so, so we'll was, see hey they're heading in the right direction right yeah yeah there is a kotaku article that says um uh, that the cataclysm was definitely not worth the wait <laughs> They're like, we waited, it was delayed, definitely not worth it. There's a whole article and he explains why and stuff. And and it's a fair read, I think. I think it seems like a a fair perspective. But if you have Anthem, you can download it and see it for yourself. Because you know what? Maybe you'll like it. You already paid for it. (laughs) You already owned it. Yes, exactly. So uh, uh, Modern Warfare has a Tamagotchi... (laughs) That they're calling uh, Tamagunchi. Angie, do you know what a Tamagotchi is? I do not know what a Tamagotchi is. It is, a, is it like a sake drink or something like that? No, no. It's it's like a little uh, a piece of electronic thing that was popular a long time ago. And it would have like a little creature that lived inside, a little digital creature. And you'd have to feed it. Oh, yes. I, I remember it, those things. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, well, Game Informer actually has a bit of information for us. Mm-hmm. It says, this little thing on your wrist, every time you get a string of kills, it goes, yatta, <laughs> and it makes a little noise. Then you look oh at it, gosh. and it evolves out of an egg. Tamagunchis mm-hmm. are fed by the player's performance in multiplayer. It's just this little active wristwatch thing, mm-hmm. which is pretty funny. That's all it is. They just, through development, they just figured out they can do this, mm-hmm. and they're like, let's make this a thing because they're like, you know, it's just a watch that is actually on your player's wrist and you don't have to use it if you don't want to. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know how you get it if you have to unlock it or something. But, uh, but yeah, basically, uh, it says, and it grows out of an egg. And, and if you don't take care of it, it eventually rots and dies. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) If you're KD, (laughs) tanks, sorry, little Tamagunchi. 
Yeah, exactly. And that's how you're going to get your group together. You're going to ask, you're not going to ask for like KD or anything like that. You're going to ask, well, how's your Tamagunchi? Yeah, let me, can I see your Tamagunchi? Ooh, yeah, look at that. And, that's a little fat boy right there. <laughs> look at him. He's well fed. Dude, we need you on our team. Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> so that was a funny little thing I, I saw this week. Nice. But next up, Andy, something super exciting. Let's Gamescom. Oh, Gamescom is around the corner. It is coming mm-hmm. August 19th. Very and cool. something cool about this is that there's going to be over a dozen world premieres being revealed. What? That's crazy. Yes. Just, did we did we not just have a dozen world premieres not too long ago? Yes. Jeez. And yeah, it just keeps rolling on. Ga- dude, gaming is such it's, an adventure. It's it is a so year, exciting. It's a year round event. It is. And and again, from Game Informer, mm-hmm. uh, they uh, have a quote here from Jeff Keighley. Uh, they said the sh- he said that the show will include world premiere content from 2K, Activision, Bandai Namco, Bungie, Capcom, what? Electronic Arts, Epic Games, Google Stadia, Deep Silver, Private Division, Sega, Square Enix, Sony, THQ Nordic, and Xbox Game Studios. I'm going to predict at least three Final Fantasy announcements from Square Enix. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, that's going to be great. But look at all these publishers who are stepping up for Gamescom. Gamescom is a massive event. Just on on the world stage, it's just bigger and there's so much more going on there. And I'm I'm actually happy to see Sony's going to be there because they skipped E3. Gamescom is, is it Germany? Yes, it is in Cologne, Germany. Okay. And, and it's, uh, it's going to be a, a massive event. And just looking at all these, these publishers, I'm excited, man. Yeah, dude. I'm excited just to hear what they're going to bring to the, to the game here. I can't wait for our Gamescom episode. Yes, that's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to hear about all the mobile games and stuff. And it's going to be great. <laughs> My phone is man, ready. You know, I'll tell you what, I'm, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm hopeful to get some, uh, some X Cloud news. You know, we've been hit hard with the Stadia. Oh, I just yeah. want to see what Microsoft has in store for us. I, d- I doubt that it'll happen. Uh, oh, that's a good prediction, dude. I'm writing that down for Andy. I would I would love to see that. I'm, I'm not saying I'm predicting. I'm just saying it would make me happy to see news about that. More news. Substantial news, you know? Yes. Yeah. And so. I, I want to see something new from Sony. I don't want to hear anything about The Last of Us. Yeah, because right. it's still a ways away. And you know how it is like they just when they talk about the same game for a long time over and over, and then you end mm-hmm. up seeing everything there is to see it kind of like, I don't know if it kills the hype, but it definitely makes you just say, I just go ahead and release the game or don't release the game, but stop talking about yeah. it. So, so I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what they say. What I predict from PlayStation is they'll walk across the stage during mm-hmm. Microsoft's announcement and yeah. just white gloves slap. Uh, them across the face <laughs> just to you know reestablish that they're actually they're in fact still uh, uh, uh-huh. enemies despite what <laughs> what their parent oh, companies yeah. are doing <laughs> yeah and, and I'm looking at these other publishers I, I, I honestly don't know what to predict from anybody else mm-hmm. so I mean and it's a Jeff Keighley world premiere content so there's there's it's I think it's gonna be some notable stuff yeah. But speaking about Xbox, kind Ooh. of, uh, single player games, Andy, they're coming from multiple teams 
to Xbox. Nice. Elf. Nendez. Mendez? Is that yeah. what that is? Okay, so he's 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 from in the elf world, he's from like the southern region. Oh, I see, yes. <laughs> so Elf Nendez reached out to Phil Spencer and he said, Can you at least tell me more single player games are coming to Xbox in the years to come? Phil Spencer says, Yes, I can confirm. With the additions of Xbox Game Studios, we have a lot of teams that have built strong single-player-focused games, and we want that to continue. Mm, what does that mean, though? Yeah, it's kind of an answer, but not yeah. really an answer. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I threw that in there because, I mean, look at the studios that Microsoft currently has. Mm-hmm. We have 343 Industries. They're working on Halo 5, obviously. Mm-hmm. Age of Empires, There's, I believe there's some kind of remaster or something that's coming this year. Mm-hmm. The Coalition, mm-hmm. you know, Gears 5, right? Yes. Compulsion Games, Compulsion. There, uh, We Happy Few, mm-hmm. right? We did hear what Double Fine is doing. So that's that's coming, right? The, the Psychonauts 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Initiative, we have no idea. No clue what's going on there at all. So, I mean, there's we can go through all the studios here. The only hint that we have, as far as I know, is that Playground Games is working on a Fable right now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I look at Rare, I look at Undead Labs, and it's kind of like I kind of feel like I know what everybody's doing already. We know Ninja Theory's mm-hmm. new uh, fighting game that's coming. So, ah, man, I, I don't know if I could look at any of these studios and predict a single player experience from any of them really. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yes, that's cool that Phil answered the question, but he didn't really tell us anything. It didn't give us any deets. We need yeah. some deets, Phil. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Well, I mean, yeah. So basically means we just got to wait a bit longer, but we know a lot of stuff's in the pipeline that we have no clue that even yeah. it even uh, exists right now. So, Uh, But Microsoft, in other news, wants to turn the Outer Worlds into an enduring Xbox franchise. In this Mm. article comes from VideoGamesChronicle.com. Xbox acquired Obsidian in late 2018, but its E3 award-winning RPG remains with the publisher Private Division and is planned to be released on PlayStation, Nintendo Switch, Xbox, and PC. Speaking to Game Informer, Xbox's Matt Booty indicates that the platform holder has aspirations of Outer Worlds beyond its debut release and hopes that it can help expand the franchise. Booty said he's open to Obsidian and other acquired studios making multi-platform games if they're a good fit. But he thinks Outer Worlds is the kind of game that would benefit from being Xbox exclusive. Hmm. Well, that is go. really interesting information. Here we go. The pendulum is swinging the other way now. I think so, because the Outer Worlds is a really good franchise. And I was kind of surprised. And I, and I guess it was all timing, right? Because they already signed a deal with Private Division, which is a part of a like the indie uh, arm, I guess, of 2K. So it's coming to all the platforms. There's no exclusivity there. But imagine if the game is amazing and everybody really loves it. It's just a great, cool experience. Mm-hmm. And then a couple years down the road, or maybe even a year, who knows, we hear about the Outer Worlds 2 
and it's an Xbox exclusive. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think about that? That's that's kind of an interesting move. Yeah, well, dude, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, how do how do we feel about exclusives, right? We just went through this mm-hmm. whole thing uh, with PS4 having yeah. uh, specific, specifically with Destiny, right? Platform exclusives. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I think I think it's it helps uh, Microsoft, right? With uh, it definitely helps Microsoft with their platform getting some single player exclusives. You know, similar mm-hmm. to what uh, PlayStation has. And then you've mentioned in the past how much of a difference does it make uh, for the platform, right? Like in terms of units sold. Yeah, um, that's you true. Know, I mean, you've mentioned in the past that, you know, I mean, I thought it made a bigger difference than it did, than it, than it actually does, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. We looked at some of the sales numbers and they weren't yeah. as like, you know, there's a hundred zillion playstations, but they only sold so many copies of God of War. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So who knows, man? I mean, you know, good, good for them. They're making moves, you know, yeah. which is, which is way better than what they had. They've been so stagnant um, through their, Xbox One, uh, well, not through the life cycle, obviously, because here at the end they're starting to pick it up. But in the beginning, certainly in the beginning, man, it seemed like yeah they've been on the wrong horse, you know, with the whole uh, Bluetooth versus HD yeah uh, DVD, yeah. and then you know the Connect was kind of a point of contention. Oh my gosh, some yeah, things you know, talk about a mistake. So. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> hey, we'll I mean that was Hopefully one of the things that really around. buried them, right? Is was like mm-hmm. the whole Connect thing, and you need yeah. that, and yeah. it's an extra hundred dollars. And I will say this: I will say mm-hmm. this. They're, they're, I love that they're focusing on content versus like you know our system does this, you know, and it's, yeah, yeah, you know they're they're heading in the right direction. Yeah. And and I do think it was really a cool moment as as an Xbox fan when spill Phil Spill Fencer when, <laughs> <laughs> when Phil Spencer at E3 kind of, you know, when he talked about the new Xbox that's coming in 2020, when he said, mm-hmm. you know, when we launched Xbox One, it was this particular way, but we listened to you and you said the console needs to be all about gaming. Mm-hmm. And and that is the vision going forward. And that's basically what Microsoft and uh, Xbox with Xbox is all about now. Yes. So I, yeah. I, I, I'm excited. And I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to the Outer Worlds. And I'm glad, actually, that it is going to be on multiple platforms because, um, you know, there's games like Ghost of Tsushima that was really, really looking forward to. Oh, but it's, man. you know, yes. it's out of my reach because I currently don't have a PlayStation. Because you gave it to me. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. But moving on, Andy, Gears 5 has gone gold. Man, I feel like I should play some trumpets or something, dude. You should, really because uh, at Ge- Gears of War on Twitter said, we are proud to announce that Gears 5 has gone gold. For all of us at the Coalition, we couldn't be more excited to share this game with you in just four weeks time now i do want to bring something up manny like yes they've they've gone gold and that is with the fact that gears 5 is going to be on available early through uh game pass yes it so is I wonder, I wonder how that affects their number current their you know their projections or whatever they use whatever metric they use to say oh hey look this game's gone gold because certainly that should have affected you know their you know, whatever pre-orders or, or mm-hmm. whatever, right? Yes. Or do they, do you think they count 
all of these people that have uh, Game Pass subscription as... It's really tricky, I think. And I think they just have to kind of take a step mm-hmm. back and look at the numbers after the fact. Because like right. someone like me, I was going to buy it. Right. But I don't have to. And yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Game Pass Ultimate gives you the ultimate edition of Gears 5 as well as early access. I, so... I, I think that's accurate. I have no reason to give them money. Like I right. literally don't have a reason to. Exactly. So, so yeah, yeah I don't know, man. Maybe I'll buy a, a shiny hat or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> through their micro, through their MTX uh, store. Yes, exactly. So if if you're interested, the whole achievements list is out on Xbox News uh, News Xbox They have an article about that. But Andy, I just wanted to take this time really quickly or really slowly to talk about the other games that we're looking forward to this year because uh, I was thinking about them and I was like chatting in discord and I named like four games I was looking forward to. And the more I thought about it, the more I was like, you know what? I am missing all these games. This is going to be nuts. So here's, here's our list of things that I'm kind of looking forward to August, August 27th, two games are coming out control. Hmm. Now that is, uh, you know, Alan Wake, the studio that that uh, that made Alan Wake. They're bringing Control, and we we kind of have some info that maybe Alan Wake Two is coming. But Control, it looks like a crazy game. I don't know if I'm gonna get it, or if I do, it probably won't be at launch. But I know Archimedes was talking about it, so mm-hmm. I think he's looking forward to it. So that's something to keep an eye out for. The next one is World of Warcraft Classic launches on august 27th as well he gone (laughs) (laughs) i i am really torn as to whether or not i'm gonna boot this thing up Mm -hmm. because it's just included in your warcraft subscription like if you are already a warcraft player you can download this and play this i have a bold prediction What's that? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. Uh, well, man, uh, I mean, look, I know we all know you're a huge fan of the franchise, so we would not hold it against you if you at you, least dipped your toe. <laughs> well, this originally launched 15 years ago, dude. Can you believe that? Mm-hmm. 15 years ago, they're relaunching it again, and this thing so incredibly popular there's there are going to be millions of people lining up to play this who haven't logged in for years mm-hmm. because they want to relive those amazing times so i i don't know maybe for my health i should stay away <laughs> uh maybe uh to save my marriage i should stay away yes. i don't know dude those are both solid reasons yeah yeah so i i don't know i don't know there you may end up all of a sudden seeing my name on a milk carton uh, August 27th and I'll well, never listen, be seen again. I don't have a basement, Manny, but I do have a little closet that you can have. Okay, good. That's <laughs> dude. I don't need much space, dude. I don't even need to lay all the way down. I could sleep sitting up. There you go. So, <laughs> uh, gears five, that's September 10th. Mm-hmm. That is man. Not too long away. Borderlands only comes three days after that. September 13th. That's crazy. And then think about Shadowkeep had it kept its original release date. That oh, would have been yeah. right around then too. Goodness. Yeah. Too much. Stacked. Completely stacked. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shadowkeep, that's October 1st. Ghost Recon Breakpoint is October 4th. The Outer Worlds, October 25th. 
Modern Warfare, October oh 25th. And then Doom, November 22nd, Doom Eternal. And then Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, November 15th. My That's goodness, like dude. A thousand dollars worth of games right there. You know, if if one person picked any of these games and they're, you know, similar gamers to uh, to us, I guess, mm-hmm. they'd be happy with any of these titles, just buying it and just playing it, playing it for the whole month, having a good time, dude. But yeah. this many games within just a couple month period, it just it kind of blows me away how packed Crazy, the end of this year is. Yeah. Yeah. And Dude, if we just like take a second and just imagine what next year is going to be like at the end when the new consoles are shipping with the new titles, dude, this is, I I feel like I'm on a roller coaster, like I'm on a ride that is just uh, no end in sight. Super exciting. Yeah. Well, Andy, let's get into our last couple stories here. It's an interesting conversation, a couple interesting Mm -hmm. stories. But Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft, they will soon require loot box odds to be disclosed on every game that it applies to. Nice, dude. This is really interesting. This comes from GameIndustry.biz. And he gives the details about, about this whole situation here. All right. Here we go. Entertainment Software Association Chief Council of Tech Policy, Michael Warnicky, said... I'm pleased to announce this morning that Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony have indicated to ESA a commitment to new platform policies with respect to the use of paid loot boxes in games that are developed for their platform. Specifically, this would apply to new games and games game updates that add loot box features. And it would require the disclosure of the relative rarity or probabilities of obtaining randomized virtual items in games that are available on their platforms. As well, many of the leading video game publishers of the Entertainment Software Association have decided that they are going to implement a similar approach at the publisher level to provide consumers this information and give them enhanced information to make purchase decisions. That's really interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. That is, um, I don't know. How do you feel about this change, Andy? Well, I mean, at least we know now, right? Like we've, we've asked, uh, you know, or that, that has been a point of contention, right? Not knowing what the odds are. We know the odds are minuscule, if not yeah, pretty <laughs> non-existent, yeah. you know? Uh-huh. Um, but uh, I think that, uh, you know, knowing the hard, you know, black and white number uh, will, I think, uh, give people, you know, at least a sense of, is this purchase worth it? You know, especially mm. if they're specifically looking for an item, you know? Yeah. So I, I like it. I think it's it's good. More information uh, is better. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, because, you know, let's just say as an example, if somebody is like looking at getting some loot box item and there's one thing they really want. Yes. But they're saying, you know what? I'll spend, uh, I'll spend 20 bucks, 20 bucks to, to fish for this item. But if the odds are like astronomically low, yes, then that person might just save his 20 bucks and say, you know what? This is a dumb part of the game. I'm just going to ignore it. Right. I'm not going to do this. So people now have that opportunity to do it based on the information that they're saying they will provide us. Mm -hmm. Now, one thing that I didn't like about this statement here is that it talked about uh, disclosing the probability 
or relative rarity. So that kind of makes me think that some studios will get away with just saying this is like legendary rarity mm-hmm. as opposed to saying this is 0.001% chance. Yeah, right. So I don't know if this is a loophole or if I'm not understanding this correctly or if this is kind of a, an incomplete statement here. Mm-hmm. But that is that is something that I see a potential issue with. Mm-hmm. But overall, Andy, it's like, does this does this go far enough for loot no. boxes? No, no, it does not. One uh, overwhelmingly no. You know, like that that this stuff. Mm. Uh, you know, we've said in the past, like this is preying upon and and i know that we all have different opinions i don't want to sound like i'm saying you know like my position yeah. is the career we've had guests here that feel a lot differently than than i do and sure, and sure. i'm gonna kind of include you in that statement you know but um you know i i don't think that it that it's enough you know i i would like for for you know for you know the esa and 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 you know the powers that be to uh you know to hold the publisher's feet to the fire you know there's no i don't i felt i feel swindled when a company provides us a a a good or a service and then changes the rules of how we interact with them in terms of the exchange the transaction right yeah uh, instead of me giving you money and you giving me a game you want my money and then you give me some of the game and then you want more of my money and then a little more of the game and then you want me to give you more and more and more money for maybe getting the part of the game that I want. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't like that at all. I've, I'm not a fan of that one yeah. bit. So I don't think it's enough. I need, there, there needs to be more. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, we, we find ourselves in a world where video games, which are for fun mm-hmm. end up being a gateway to gambling. Yes. You know, whether, you know, the, so these loot boxes, they teach certain tendencies Mm -hmm. and they're definitely training people to, uh, to waste a lot of money on chance items, whether virtual or real. And, you know, right now, you know, especially right now, I think both of us have decided that, you know, I know there's a lot more stories out there, uh, revolving video games uh, that we decided to sort of forego for the sake of, you know, what our show is, which is, I think more of an escape than anything. But in today's in today's climate, specifically this week, yeah, is that the sort of publicity or the environment that we want to create when already not including, you know, this sort of predatory practice that the gaming industry is is has been exercising, but now like, you know, violence in video games is an issue. You know what I mean? So then it, it it's just is that something that that we want associated with this medium of entertainment, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's my opinion, man. Well, there's one publisher, Andy, that is doing something about loot boxes. Oh, as far as depends on them. Mm -hmm. So later this year, rocket league will no longer offer loot boxes. This is kind of a crazy story. And this is interesting, kind of unexpected, Andy, but hit us with this story from polygon. All right, so a change is coming to the Rocket League store later this year, one foreshadowed by fellow Epic Games store title, Fortnite. Epic Games recently removed loot boxes from its Save the World mode. Now that change is coming to Rocket League, 
which Epic now owns as well. All paid randomized loot boxes known as crates will be removed from the Rocket League storefront. A new a new system will be added that shows the exact items you're buying in advance. It's not clear whether the storefront will primarily move over to individual items or bundles, but more information including timelines and rollout specifics will be released in the coming months. As for the store's existing offers, the official blog post says that Rocket Pass Premium, DLC cars, and eSports shop items will continue to be offered for direct purchase alongside our new system. This is a surprising move and one that comes during a controversial time for loot boxes in the gaming industry. A senior executive executive at Electronic Arts recently told the United Kingdom's parliament that loot boxes were... <laughs> Surprise mechanics and <laughs> quite ethical and fun. Mm-hmm. Other studios have come under fire for implementation of loot boxes and gambling mechanics, making the Rocket League move a potentially important one in this dialogue. Epic acquired Psionics at the beginning of May. The purchase came after a long relationship with both studios working together on both uh, the, un- the Unreal Engine game development tool set and development on games like unreal tournament 2004 and mass effect 3 this is a killer story man it is dude i think this is fantastic and this definitely flies in the face of electronic arts because they're saying these are fun surprise mechanics they're ethical they're great then why on earth would epic games remove them it's so funny but this is this is a great move because they're making a change they're taking a risk but they have the money to do so and this risk i believe will pay off and i think it'll kind of pave a path for other people to follow uh especially if it has a good response i believe these will still be profitable these these new uh this new system Mm -hmm. but it's kind of like a uh almost like a peak mechanic so Mm. i i do believe we'll see uh, later on, but I do believe this will still be like bundles, kind of like this, like, you know, you can spend X amount of money for this particular crate. You just get to see what's inside of it. Yeah. Then you can choose to buy it or not. Right. If you don't buy it, then the next day it'll be refreshed and you'll see a brand new crate. Mm-hmm. So it creates this, uh, this desire to check back every day because you just might see that crate that has exactly what you've been looking for. Right. And then you could just buy, buy the crate outright. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's an interesting strategy. It encourages people to keep checking in, but it doesn't encourage people to just, you know, throw them tons and tons of money trying to get a, a mystery item and then leaving heartbroken because they can't get it. I don't know. Right, it, right. it kind of has this ability to make people feel good about it a little. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. What's what's your take on this whole uh, new uh, style of loot box? Well, like I said, I mean, I've I've anytime you have direct purchase available, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think that's always more desirable. Um, certainly by gamers like me. Right. Uh, I think most gamers feel the same way. I mean, for them, I mean, I don't know that that we want to get a game piecemeal. Right. Uh, Again, I'm from an older generation. Both of us are from an older generation Mm -hmm. where we're accustomed to paying for the game outright, you know, and getting the game. Um, But if if this is the future of gaming, I would much rather 
I would what I would much rather know what I'm purchasing and for what mm-hmm. price, what value the company puts on on that item versus just them having an endless revenue uh, stream, right? Because people are just keep cranking on that handle, you know, trying to get that roulette wheel to, to land all sevens, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, I prefer this to the alternative, but I think it, I mean, we have to see it in action to know for sure, right? Yeah. Um, so... I don't know. I I guess that's my non-answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. I personally don't mind microtransaction in games. Uh, I do mind and don't like it whenever you see a bunch of cool cosmetics and you just think, you know what? Why couldn't I have earned these things just by playing the game? You know, because right. you yeah. look back a few years and it's like that's what a lot of games were about. You play mm-hmm. and you play and you earn stuff. You do stuff that was hard. And then you get cool stuff for it. Mm-hmm. Now you just get like what? Like an achievement a yeah. title or something, but you don't get yeah. to look cool for, for achieving these great things. Yeah. And that kind of comes from like my world of Warcraft background mm-hmm. where we were raiding and we would do stuff that was very difficult that a small percentage of people were able to do. And our reward is that yes, we became more powerful, but we got to look cooler than anyone else in the server. Yes. Yeah, dude. And, and you know that what? was, yeah, that was amazing. And that's not a thing anymore. That's not a thing anymore, man. You know, it's it's kind of soul crushing. You know that we. I'm very excited for what Destiny has uh, coming in the future. But I've said it in the past, right? Like, man, what do I have to show for all of the achievements that we did? That yes. we did. You know, we have yes. nothing to show for that. You know, and that just really, you know, takes yeah. my desire to play the content out because they have conditioned me to feel like. It doesn't mean anything, you know, like exactly. I, I, shadow keep will come out and I'll replace this with whatever I'm going to get there. But, you know, I don't get mm-hmm. to have my awesome, you know, cape with the with the, uh, you know, whatever they used to call those glowy neon, you know, cosmetic yeah. yes, uh, yes. Uh, pieces, you know, that that didn't do anything for you. Didn't make you better at the game. Didn't make you stronger. Yeah. But, uh, you know, people knew like, oh, man, this these folks knocked out the challenge mode in the raids because they look mm-hmm. awesome, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I want my but, orc uh, shit yeah. back. Well, we'll see. Hopefully they'll <laughs> stop selling it to us and just let us earn it in game again. Yeah. And so that that is that's definitely a problem for me. Mm-hmm. But um, apart from that, just having microtransactions available where you can just buy something outright is fine. Mm-hmm. And this whole... Uh, new concept here that's not necessarily new i i think this is a better system than than what uh what rocket league has currently with the crates yeah so there we go andy that's a show buddy boom we did it man we got you through can, it bro you can finally get some sleep <sighs> <laughs> no man dude hey this is a highlight of my week brother so i mean you know, yeah, I may be a little tired, but uh, it's such an, in, you know, I get injected with energy anytime I get to talk shop with my buddy Manny. Yeah, it's a good time, dude. I love it. Yeah. So thanks, everyone, for hanging out and listening to us. And thank you to our friend Duke for supporting us on Patreon. We super appreciate Duke. it. The man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> yes, the indeed. S- the sauerkraut himself. <laughs> Yes, and thank you to all of our Patreons. Thank you for supporting us in that way. 
And if uh, Patreon is not your thing, please consider going over to iTunes and leaving us a five-star review. We would really appreciate that. So for any feedback you have for us, just go to GamingAdventureClub.com and uh, leave us your feedback there. So until next time, have an adventurous week and take care of each other.